Uh, welcome to Theology Matters. I'm Pastor Dwayne Modlin, and I am excited about uh, the videos that we're about to do. We're going to be talking about the law and the gospel and how they fit together to produce our salvation. Um, um, today, what I've often seen in the church are, are two extremes when it comes to the understanding of the purpose of the law. You have the antinomians. Uh, and the antinomians, uh, which literally means against the law, that's what the term means, are people who say there is no purpose of the law today for the believer. Um, so they get rid of the law altogether, and which is quite unbiblical. And then you have the other extreme, the legalist, who want to burden people with all these rules and regulations. And Jesus had something to say about that. Jesus told the Pharisees, hey, guys, you're putting a burden on people with all of these laws that you could never bear. You could never bear it. The people, the legalists put rules and regulations on people that they themselves cannot bear. And people often in the legalist church will feel lost and feel unworthy and feel like they can't be what God called them to be. And then in the antinomian church, those who reject any purpose of the law today for the believer, well, it really doesn't matter how you live. And you take advantage of the grace of God. Well, there is a purpose of the law for the believer today. And it's, the purpose isn't to burden the believer with rules and regulations and these boxes to check off. Hey, I did this. Hey, I did that. Wow, I'm a good and great person. Or the person who feels like they can't check those boxes off, who feel downtrodden and overburdened in, in life and so I want to talk a little bit about the purpose of the law. First, I want to tell you that, uh, a story about in the Gospels about Jesus' encounter with the Pharisees. And this story, I want to set a little bit of uh, backdrop on this story before we look at the text itself that I have up on the screen. Jesus is it's on the Sabbath, and Jesus and his disciples are walking through a grain field, and the Pharisees are around. And Jesus' disciples are hungry, so they begin to pick the heads of the grain uh, and begin to roll them out and get the, the, the grain out and begin to eat it. And in the mind of the Pharisees, this was work, and this was unlawful on the Sabbath. And the Pharisees called Jesus on the carpet for this. And, and they asked him, why are you letting your disciples do what is unlawful on the Sabbath? And Jesus answered, have you never read? In other words, don't you understand the scriptures? Hey, Pharisees, don't you understand the purpose of the law? 
And then he tells the story of how David was hungry one time on the Sabbath. And he, and he, and he went in to the house of God and ate the consecrated bread, which was only for the priest to eat. And he gave some even to his companions. And Jesus, then, then Jesus says the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. You've got this thing backwards, Pharisees. You've got the purpose of the law backwards. It isn't to put a burden on you. It isn't to, to downtrodden you. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Hey, Pharisees, since I'm the Lord of the Sabbath, Jesus is saying, I get to determine what the purpose of the law is. And my determination is, is that the Sabbath was made for man. It was made for a benefit for man. So we, we see that the law is good. This is a theme throughout the Old Testament, that the law is good. And Paul even wrote, the law is good if one uses it lawfully in 1 Timothy 1.8. So the law is good, but you have to use it correctly. You have to use the law properly for the law to have a good effect in your life. You can't use it unlawfully. And that's what we see often in the church is that the law is used unlawfully. It's used to put a burden on people that nobody has ever been able to carry. Ever. So, but, you know, you may be asking, and there, this is legitimate questions. I mean, how can Paul say the law is good? I mean, he writes in Galatians 3.23 that it held us captive. In that sin came alive through the law, and it killed us. According to Romans 7, 11, if the law kills, if it holds us in captivity and co-signed the Pharisees to shriveled up lives of box checking, then how is the law good? And I think this is where a lot of believers are. And it's a legitimate question. How is the law good? And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how the law is good. And the purpose of the law. And we're going to do this over several videos. Paul writes in Romans 7, 7, If it had not been for the law, I would not have known sin, for I would not have known what it is to covet if the law had not said, you shall not covet. Romans 3.23, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. This is true, but we wouldn't have understood 
how we had fallen short if it had not been for the law. The law shows us how we fall short of God's glory. So what's the purpose of the law? The purpose of the law is to show us our sinfulness. It's to show us how we have fallen short of the glory of God. That's the purpose of the law. That makes the law good. Because it shows us our need of a Savior. This is the purpose of the law. It's not to burden you down, but it is to show you your need of a Savior. You know, I learned a technique on doing evangelism from a guy named Ray Comfort. Some of you may have heard of Ray Comfort. Um, and I just love this technique and have used it through uh, doing evangelism on college campuses and just everyday conversations with people. And it goes kind of like this. Often we'll, I'll ask somebody, hey, are you a good person? And you know what most people answer? Well, yeah, I think I'm a pretty good person. Um, I try to do the right thing. Uh, love my wife, I love my kids, I work hard, uh, pay my bills, so yeah, uh, try not to break laws of the land, and so I think I'm a pretty good person, and then, so I start asking them questions, have you, have you ever lied, and of course, People say, well, well, yeah, I've lied. And then I'll ask them, have, have you ever stole anything? Even as a kid, did you ever steal anything? And most people, like, yeah, I've stolen something in my life. And then I'll ask them, hey, Jesus said if we look on a woman and lust in our heart for her, We've already committed adultery in our heart. Have you ever done that? And most guys are going to say, well, yeah. Have you ever taken God's name in vain? I try not to, but yeah. Most people say, yeah, I have. So I'll say, so you're telling me you're a lying Thieving, adulterous, blasphemer. The law shows us that by nature we are not good. There's a story of the rich young ruler in the Bible where this rich young ruler comes up to Jesus and he says, Hey, good teacher. And Jesus says, Hey, there's only one that's good, and that's God. That's the main crux of that text. That the rich young ruler didn't understand. Because then the rich young ruler says, How do I inherit the kingdom of God, Jesus? 
And Jesus starts listing off these things from the law. Obey your parents, do this, do this. And this young man says, I've done all of those things. What he's saying is, Jesus, I know you said that only God is good, but I'm pretty good. I've done all of these things. I'm good. So Jesus says, hey, you lack one thing. Go and sell everything you have and give it to the poor and follow me. He had broken the very first commandment. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. His things were his God. Jesus was showing that rich young ruler, hey, you're, you're not by nature good. Now that seems like bad news, right? And it is the bad news. You can't have good news without the bad news. The bad news is, is that we are all sinners and justly under the wrath of God because we have broken his law. But this shows us our need for a Savior. And then comes in the gospel. And the gospel says that, that even though you have broken God's law and that you were justly under his wrath and condemned, that God, the Son of the living God, became a person in Jesus Christ, became a man, lived sinless life, and took a punishment that we deserve for breaking God's law, even though he hadn't broken the law himself. Jesus says, I didn't come to abolish the law. I didn't come to do away with the law. So there's a purpose for the law. I didn't come to do away with it. I came to fulfill it on your behalf. The righteousness of Jesus is given to us the moment we believe in him. And he fulfilled the law for us. So the purpose of the law is to show us our need for Jesus. And that is a good thing. That is a good purpose. And that shows us how the law and the gospel function together to produce our salvation. The law shows us our need for Jesus, our need for a Savior. And that Savior is Jesus, and he fulfilled the law for me and took the punishment for the breaking of the law that I had done, that you had done. Wow. What we often see in the church today is not presenting the, the fact that people are under the wrath of God because they've broken the law and showing them their need for a Savior. What we often see is a, a gospel that's presented like this. Hey, your problem is, is that you're lonely. Well, Jesus can fix that. Your real problem is, uh, is that you... Uh, are depressed, well, Jesus can fix that. Your problem is economic, and Jesus can fix that. No, your problem is, is that you're under the wrath of a righteous and holy God because you have broken his law. That's the problem, sin. And God has a solution for this problem, 
Jesus. You see, the law bruises us. It shows us our own sin. And then the gospel comes along and heals us. Jesus was bruised for our transgressions. The chastisement of our peace was laid upon him. By his stripes, we are healed. This is the purpose of the law, to drive us to the gospel. Man, that's exciting to me to understand how God's, through redemptive history, has set up a plan so beautiful, so amazing, to produce salvation for people. Wow. God is good. God is so good. I hope that this has been a blessing to you guys, and I will be doing more of these on the law and the gospel. We're going to, on Thursday, we will talk about how the law reveals God, his person, uh, a little bit. So, man. Stuff like this just excites me. Uh, God's word excites me. God excites me. And just seeing uh, Sunday how the people in in, uh, our church, how the light went off for a lot of people this past Sunday and understanding this. And I hope the light went off for you as well and that you grasp what I'm saying today. Well, God bless, and I pray you have a fantastic day. Day to